0: Welcome to the UC Berkeley Data Science Education podcast. We're happy you're listening in today. In this space, you'll hear from a variety of distinguished data science educators and professionals. The individuals we'll speak with are diverse in experience and perspective, but share the common goal of shaping the future of data science education. Our idea is to have some informal conversations with the goal of creating community and let people hear from practitioners in this growing new field. My name is Eric Van Dusen from Data Science Undergraduate Studies in the Division of Computing, Data Science, and Society at UC Berkeley, and I'll be leading our conversation today.
1: And my name is Harry Lee, also from Data Science Undergraduate Studies. I'm working as an intern with the division's external pedagogy team, and I'll be helping out today too.
0: Hi Sarah, could you give us a brief introduction of how you got involved with data science education and what you're currently working on in this area?
2: Yeah, for sure. So when I was a grad student at Berkeley, um, Deb Nolan reached out to me about helping with a new seminar on teaching writing for statistics. Um, So we taught this class through the Art of Writing program, and it was a small class focused on just like the actual writing that happens behind the scenes. Instead of focusing on the data analysis, it was just like, what goes into the actual communication of that? And that led us to thinking more about like, how do we do this for real and, and level it up? So it turned into a book, which helped us refine our thinking. We learned a lot from just trying to like decide what worked, what didn't, sort um, of synthesize what we had done. And, and that sort of launched me into this sort of like thinking about data science education from this lens of communication. Um, Most recently, we've been doing things about data science portfolios. So thinking about how you can collect evidence that you know how to communicate about data and not just in those traditional forms like formal reports, but thinking about other mediums you can communicate, thinking about broader audiences. And this leads to having more activities that teachers might be able to mix and match into their own classroom. We know not everyone can ha- do a seminar um, on writing, but maybe one of these portfolio activities could be brought into whatever class you're teaching, and that's a step in the right direction. Um, so that's sort of what I've been up to recently.
0: Nice. Um, so the field's kind of new. Uh, could you tell us like a challenge that you have faced while trying to create new curriculum in this area?
2: Yeah, for sure. It's one of those things that... I feel like at least I personally didn't learn explicitly. And so thinking about how to teach something that we just do without thinking, like I don't really think about how I start a data analysis or how I'm making this plot or how I'm writing this paper. And so when we're trying to teach it, we have to be more meta about our own processes and be like, what am I doing? What am I sort of like doing implicitly? Um, But also sort of like, how do we quantify what we mean by a good Data analysis or a good piece of writing. Um, We have these sort of gut reactions, similarly from experience, but then wanting to be more transparent about how we evaluate those things. And so thinking about translating your gut feeling like this is a strong piece of writing into something more like a rubric that is more transparent to the student. I think sometimes students feel like writing is subjective, which in a way it is. And so translating why I think this piece is stronger than this piece um, is helpful for me, but also helpful for them. But I think that's challenging because we just don't think about it in our day-to-day, I think.
1: So we've been talking a lot about how data science is such a new field to all of us, and we wanted to get your perspective on what you think the future of data science education is. How might it continue to evolve over time?
2: Yeah, I think that I'm, I'm hoping that the future is is leading more people to f- thinking they could find themselves in data science, that they could identify as a data scientist. And I think there's a lot of great push for training students to be able to grapple with sort of those real world industry problems. And that's sort of like the science data science. But I also think that there's sort of data science as a liberal art, emphasis on art, um, that there's sort of this also expression part of it. like. What can you do with data? What stories can you tell with data? And thinking of that angle as sort of not doubling down so much on the maybe techie side, but also thinking about how data can be a creative medium. Um, I think both of those angles can catch a wider net of people. And then it becomes more of these things that everybody knows how to work with data in some form. um, And it becomes more of an accessible thing instead of um, maybe what people think of when they hear data science right now and broadening what that means to them, I think is where I'd hope we'd end up.
1: (laughs) Great. Yeah. I think we share that hope as well. Um, And we also wanted to ask you, how do you think that we as data scientists and as educators should be evolving and creating a community around data science education?
2: Yeah, I think what I love about this community is that it's so open and willing to share resources. I've had lots of success cold emailing people to get resources that I was like, Oh, you did this cool thing. I'd love to try that out. Um, But I think it would be nice to sort of spread that community to the students too. Like we are a community of educators, but there's also this community of learners. And I think there's so much data science that's like people are learning by doing and they're learning and writing blog posts about how they're learning and thinking about working in the open as part of a way that this is how educators share resources. This is how you can show off your skills. It goes back to that portfolio idea and helping students really engage like beyond me as their teacher, they have a wealth of resources. Um, and if the, I know it's a leap to put your stuff out there, but I think if we encourage that sort of like putting unfinished, unpolished work out there for feedback, um, what does and doesn't work as teachers, we share that all the time. It'd be nice to also share like work in progress And getting feedback from more than just me, but, you know, their peers online. Um, So I think just trying to think of the community is not just us, the educators, but also like the learners. That's where we're pulling from the wider Internet of people that we only know via Twitter. But like students can engage in that, too. And I think that would be a nice thing to sort of impart as well when we're teaching.
1: Great. Yeah. As a data science student myself, that does sound like an ideal for me um so bringing it back to to earlier um we know that you co-authored the book communicating with data um, with Deb Nolan so can you speak a bit more on the importance of communication when it comes to data science and I guess specifically like how can university level data science courses like incorporate these communication techniques into their classes
2: for sure so I think that the main takeaway is that before I get on my soapbox, like communication is not a soft skill in the sort of like derogatory sense. Like it is the skill in some sense. Um, We can do fancy things, but if we can't tell people what we're doing, like in my opinion, that's not super useful, right? Um, I think it's also one of those things we have to start teaching explicitly and not punting on it and hoping that it comes from experience. That's how I think I certainly learned to write, um, but I think we could be more efficient in that. Um, That being said, like, we recognize not everyone can take a whole semester to teach writing. Um, And not everyone is really trained to teach writing. I mean, Deb and I struggled with this ourselves. Like, why are we teaching writing? We're not writers, right? And grappling with that identity. But I think there are ways to sort of chip away at it. Um, And for example, like, I'm at Bucknell and at in our intro set, it's a writing intensive course. So it's writing in the disciplines. We teach intro stat while we're teaching them writing. So their final project is this large scaffolded thing where they get feedback from me every step of the way on the writing and it's really revision focused. Instead of turning in a final report at the end and that's it, it's really like they revisit that writing over and over again throughout the semester and they get feedback from me so that they can start to calibrate what does make things strong. This gets back to measuring those things um and it is a lot it's a lot for the students it's a lot for me we all recognize this but i think it's one of those things that intro when we're launching those students out into the world like if that's the one stats class they take we want to make sure they also know how to say what they actually found from their work um that is part of an important part of the process and we feel like we can't really teach intro without also trying to bring that piece in um That being said, starting small, I think is the best way forward. I think we designed the book sort of as a way that like it doesn't have to be, you don't have to tackle it all at once. You could do this little piece in your class or you could use it as a supplementary text. And if you're having a final report, you could point students to that for examples. Um, What makes good writing? What makes weaker writing? Um, It's hard and we're not experts, but I think chipping away at it and thinking about learning from people who do teach writing, I mean, there are people who teach writing at these universities right they know stuff we can learn from them um and thinking about taking one assignment and making it more writing focused and then doing that again right so like baby steps um but i won't sugarcoat like it is hard um it's not something we're trained to do and yet we have to do it so hopefully we'll get there but
0: you're also sort of uh, part of a new generation of uh, professors who have come up through grad school and, you know, postdoc with data science being uh, sort of a new forming field. Um, I was wondering if you could comment on how that shapes your perspective and maybe brings new insights.
2: Yeah, I think I'm lucky in that the people who trained me were people who were taking risks and doing innovative things as data science was coming into its own. Um, and so that really helped me sort of broaden what I thought I could do with statistics. And it made me take opportunities I might not have thought were particularly on my path, but seemed relevant because I saw my professors and mentors doing a lot um, with statistics that was not just you know crunching the numbers. Um, So, I think I got a lot of sort of wide ranging experience because I saw that like data science is everywhere, and like, what if I go do this? And what if I could do this? It didn't seem like a distraction, it seemed more like part of the process of learning what I might want to do within that field. And I think that also sort of has informed my own teaching. Um, Trying new off the wall things like, well, let's see if this works. Oh, this might be interesting. And sort of like, Modeling that sort of vulnerability of like, we're going to try this and see if it works. We're going to try this and see if it works. Um, so I think being taught while things were evolving has helped me sort of be willing to try new things just because like that's how I learned. And um, so I feel lucky for that because, I mean, I, that was modeled to me and I'm trying to now model it to the students. So we'll see. <laughs> fantastic.
0: Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, do you have plans for developing new courses of your own in the next few years?
2: I think so. So at Bucknell, there are two sets of classes that could be sort of in my field. Um, they they do like a first year seminar, which is a writing intensive thing. Um, I think that would be a natural place for me to do something like a data storytelling, where it's less about like no prereqs, you don't have to know statistics, you don't know how to code. Um, but what can we do with data? Can we do visualizations? Can we do alternative mediums? Can we talk about broad audiences? And really trying to bring in people who might not have thought of themselves as data people um, and have them think about what they could do with data, but also bringing people in who think they're data people and now seeing that data can mean many things. It can mean art. It can mean um, an opinion piece. It can mean just talking to more audiences than just sort of your typical formal academic style of writing. Um, So I think that is definitely on the horizon. Another thing that Bucknell does that I guess is similar to maybe the connector courses at Berkeley is they do a second year class that's jointly taught by two professors in different departments. Um, And so I'm thinking a lot of ideas like I do ecology research in my own field. Maybe I want to do something ecology focused. Maybe I want to do something super weird, double down on the writing and do something with creative writing. That would be my dream. (laughs) Um, Selfishly, I would wanna learn from the creative writing people. Um, But I think there's a lot of stuff, opportunity to just do something out of the box in one of those two areas and really think about maybe that's the way to do this communication angle beyond the intro stat, which reaches a lot of people, but even more people could we reach with this sort of um, empowering, you can say something with data without knowing all of this, you don't need to take like five classes in statistics and computer science to do something interesting. Um, So yeah, I'm hopeful that that's on the horizon. We'll see.
0: I like that. I like that vision. Um, uh, So those were our questions. But uh, the last one is, um, you know, do you have anything that you want to wrap up or provide words of wisdom to other people joining the field of data science education?
2: Yeah, I guess I'm not qualified to give wisdom. But one thing I will maybe say is that I think it's great that data science is evolving like no one knows what it is and so at least for me it's given me the opportunity to like decide what i think it means to me and then doubling down on that like find what you think makes data science data science and do that thing i think that will really broaden what we think of data science and it's sort of a free-for-all right now and so now's the time to really like have a voice in that um and so i feel lucky that i've been supported in that but i hope others can Find their place too. And that's my semi wisdom.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much.
2: No problem. Thanks for inviting me.
0: Thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you're interested in learning more about data science education resources, please subscribe to our Substack to get notified when we release any future podcasts and join our community Slack channel through the link provided in this episode's description. Thank you.